0: what's up everyone welcome to the ablaze youth podcast we hope you enjoyed today's message be sure to follow us on all social media platforms that we are ablaze as you can see things look a little bit different tonight the praise and worship team has not come down yet but that is all on purpose we kind of saw it in our heart to do things a little bit differently um we just have a place that we want to get to tonight and we kind of believe that um somewhat of the message portion of this service will actually get us to our praise and worship which will then allow us to receive what god has for us tonight so we want to give you guys a little bit of inspiration and some message from the word of god before we get into praise and worship because we believe through our praise and worship tonight is going to set us up for what god wants us to get out of service tonight amen so let's just go ahead and pray for this service real fast and then we'll jump into that message and then we will get everything that god has for us Amen. amen so father god we just thank you for tonight we just thank you for this word that you've given us for this season, in this moment, in this time right now. God, we believe that it is from your word. It is from your heart directly given to us for Ablaze Youth Ministries for this night on Wednesday, December the 2nd, 2020. It is the 2nd, right, God? <laughs> yeah. We just thank you, God, for this message. We just thank you that it flows from your heart directly through our mouths tonight. It's not our will be done, but your will be done, God. We're going to lo- we're gonna follow your spirit. We're going to follow your word tonight. Anything Amen. that you want to get done tonight, God, we believe that we are going to chase After that, we are going to get everything that you have for us. In your name we pray, amen. 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 So one of the things that, at least for me, when I was praying about what is going to happen tonight, what we're going to be doing tonight, and one of the things that God kept talking to me about is, I feel like when we are going through situations, whether it be all this COVID mess, or maybe like we're going through personal issues, maybe we're having some problems with our friends, or maybe we're having problems with school, or maybe we're having issues in our health and our bodies or whatever it may be, maybe we're afraid, maybe we're depressed, maybe we're having whatever the, 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 the situation may be, a lot of times we think, yeah, I follow God, but my problems are too small for, for God. God has bigger things to deal with. And and I don't want to bother God with that. I don't want to give this to God because he has other things that are more important for for other people to handle. God has more important things on his plate than my life. And I don't want anyone to feel like that because that is not true. God cares about you. God cares about your situation. God cares about your circumstance. God cares what's going on in your life. He cares what's going on in your body. Everything that Jesus did on the cross was for you. Amen. So a lot of times we try to feel like in a human sense of like oh we don't want to you know if it's like a friendly type of thing like maybe robert's got some stuff going on and and he's got responsibilities but i need some advice but it's like i don't want to bother robert with that he's got all these things on his plate and so we so kind of think things. about it in like a similar to like what nomad, nomad was talking about how god is not like a human father he's a spiritual father but sometimes we like to think like oh he's like a, a person that's right next to us but he expands so much more than that yeah it's not the same type of relationship. It's not the same type of thing. God wants us to come to these Amen. things. Absolutely. He doesn't want us to be paralyzed in, in, our, in our defeat, if you will. He doesn't want us to accept our sickness. He doesn't want to accept our situation. He wants us to come to him, like it says over in James chapter 1, starting in verse 5 through 8. It says, when you're half-hearted, wavering, it leaves you unstable. Can you really expect to receive anything from the Lord when you're in that condition? If anyone longs to be wise, ask God for wisdom, and he will get it. Amen. He won't see your lack of wisdom as an opportunity to scold you over your failures, but he will overwhelm your failures with his generous grace. Just make sure you ask empowered by confident faith without doubting, and you will receive. For the ambivalent person believes one minute and doubts the next. Being undecided makes you become like the rough seas driven and tossed by the wind. You're up one minute and tossed down the next. What I get out of that verse is saying, look, if you're dealing with something and you don't know what to do, bother God with it. Yeah. He wants you to come to it. He actually invites you to come into his house, to come into his courts and say, I need help with this. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. And I think it's just part of our own human nature. We think we can take everything on ourselves, and that's just not the case. There are things that are greater than we are, and we need God's help. You know, Zechariah four six talks about not by might, not by strength, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And so tonight, like Cody said, is gonna be different. We need you guys really to push in with us. We got a few scriptures we wanna share with you, and then after we share these scriptures, we're gonna go into praise and worship and we're just gonna see where it goes. When Cody and I were praying last night and I was studying last night and trying to get something for tonight, and I just kept coming up blank, coming up blank, and then Cody asked me today, he's like, what do you have? And I was like, I have nothing. (laughs) And so it was just like super encouraging. then Cody was like, well, this is what's going on. And I was praying last night, And God, the thing that just keep coming up was fear, 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 Mm -hmm. fear, fear. fear. And I don't think all of you are like dealing with fear, but it just seems like everything that's constantly going on in society is constantly bombarding our minds and our emotions. I mean, it's everywhere. I was talking to somebody via text and and they were like, it's hard to get away from because it's on TikTok and Mm -hmm. it's on Twitter and it's on Facebook and it's on the news when my parents have the tv on and it's just everywhere and then even in school i mean you know right now you're in an alternating schedule one week you're in school the next week you're out of school one day you're going the next day you're not going because someone got covid it's just hard to escape this stuff yeah and uh, if we're not careful it just wears on us yeah and I believe it affects all of us. It may affect us differently. And it may not even be like COVID related. I know Cody's going to read a scripture and then I've I got a couple of scriptures, but it, it doesn't, maybe like Cody was saying, maybe you've got something going on with your family. Yeah. Maybe, you know, you recently have had some friends that have left you. Because you've decided I'm gonna follow Jesus, and, and they're like, nah, that's not for me. Or maybe you've got some friends in your life that are like influencing you to where your walk with God's not the way it's supposed to be. This is what it comes down to. No matter what's pestering us tonight, God wants to deal with exactly. it. Exactly. Like Cody was saying, Jesus died on the cross for everything that concerns our life. Mm-hmm. It says God will perfect everything. Someone say everything. Everything. Come on, say everything. Everything. He'll perfect everything that concerns us. Amen. So, like in Noah's case, he was talking about finances. Maybe in your case, it's your friends. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's school. Maybe it's whatever. God cares about it. And he cares a great deal about it because he sent Jesus to die to take care of it. And I think what we're trying to encourage you to do tonight is you've got to make that mental shift in your life and that spiritual shift that you're going to be like the disciples and you say, you know what, Jesus is available. I decide tonight to let him help me. (laughs) And that's what we have to do tonight. Let him help us. And so whatever it is that's on your heart or on your mind, let God, maybe it's sin. Maybe you've been doing some stuff that you know you shouldn't be doing, and you feel separated from God, and you've lost some of your boldness and your confidence and your fire. It could be anything, guys, a number of things, and it doesn't have to be one specific thing. Maybe it's multiple little things. We're encouraging you tonight, let God help you. Right. Maybe everything's good, you just want it to be better. Right. Well, guess what? Jesus died for that, too. Amen. You know, he died to give us a great life, not just a good life. Mm -hmm.
0: The key to that is letting him help us. Exactly. And so when we were talking about all this, my mind immediately was drawn to uh, the section of scripture where, you know, I, I, there are so many accounts of it. I really am just going to summarize it because I have other scriptures that I really want to get to. But essentially, I'm reminded of when the disciples and Jesus were crossing the sea to get to the other side because Jesus was like, hey, we need to go to the other side. We have a place that we got to get to. And this account was in uh, Mark, Luke and Matthew. But they were crossing the sea. And as they were crossing the sea, the storm started to rage. They were in this boat, and they were being overwhelmed by these giant waves, and these giant waves were rocking the boat. It was getting scary out there. The night was getting pitch black. The things were raging. It seemed like the, the, an imminent death was upon them. Water was coming in the boat. It didn't seem like there was any way out, and the disciples were freaking out, and they're saying, oh, my gosh, we are going to die. We have a problem here.
1: Has anybody ever freaked out before? Right? <laughs> Come on, I know I'm not alone. Be honest. Raise your hand if you freaked out, if you've had a freak out moment. Thank you for your honesty.
0: (laughs) And sometimes it feels like Maybe uh, in multiple instances in our life, we're going through something. Maybe we're doing exactly what God called us to do because Jesus true. told them to go to the other right. side. So we're following the plan of God. Or maybe we're not. Whatever the case may be, we're going through something, and it feels like chaos is all around us. They were
1: even in the boat with him.
0: Right, exactly. <laughs> so they're in the boat, and they're freaking out. They're, they're, I'm sure some of them are crying. They're in the fetal position like, oh, my gosh, we are going <laughs> to die. But Probably. they had a decision in that moment. And I feel like a lot of us make this decision sometimes. They're either just going to ride it out and see what happens, whatever mm. happens, happens. Or mm. they can turn to Jesus for the answers. Yeah. See, I don't want to live that life where I just accept what comes upon me. If I get sick, we'll just see what happens. I hope I get better. Yeah you know, or, or maybe uh, I, I lose a lot of money and I, my bank account's looking negative and I'm just like, well, whatever be will be, you know, I'll just figure it out when I get there. No, 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 no. When I see opposition coming my way, I need to turn to Jesus, just like the disciples did. So in that moment, when they're freaking out, imminent death is upon them. They said, we're going to die. Let's go to Jesus. And when they woke him up, he brought peace to their storm. That's such a good point.
1: Like, there is always something you can do about your situation. Lots of times, it's you know maybe a personal decision, but it is always going to Jesus. Mm -hmm. And it does remind me of those four lepers in the the Old Testament. I think it's First Kings, might be Second Kings, and they were sitting out in the wilderness, and they're like, "Why sit here till we die? We can go to the city, and we might die there, but at least there's stuff to. If we don't die, at least we might be able to live." My point is, is they had a choice we could sit here and surely die or we can try to do something that is going to better our situation and it's exactly like the disciples they're in the boat and i love what cody said are we just going to ride this out and see what happens and i feel that's the way a lot of people are in society right now let's just ride it out and see where it goes and god is like no
0: come to me i can fix it i can make it better i'm here for you amen and so it says over in john Fourteen twenty-six, and then also in 27, it says, this is where I feel like this all ties in together with us right now. It says, the Father sends the advocate as my representative, the Holy Spirit. He will teach you everything and will remind you everything that I have told you. I leave the gift of peace with you, my peace, not the kind of fragile peace mm. given by the world, but my perfect peace. Do not yield to fear or be troubled in your hearts. Instead, be courageous. Mm. Just like the disciples, Jesus is on your boat Mm. the holy spirit is in your boat the boat is you yeah your life yeah you are going through life on your vessel within this vessel that god created you were living in this vessel and the holy spirit when you accepted him as the lord and your savior the holy spirit made his home in your heart so now you have the same (laughs) access to the father that the disciples did that night so true And what's so amazing that the Holy Spirit revealed to me as I was thinking about it and praying on it today is that the disciples, if they really wanted to, they could have gone to Jesus as as the the storms even started to rage. At the first sign of rain, they could have gone to Jesus immediately. But for whatever reason, they're like, oh, we don't want to bother him. Hmm. We don't want to bother the master just yet, which I feel like we get sometimes. Like, oh, it's just a little cough right now. I don't want to bother Hmm. Jesus with that. I'll wait till it gets really bad before Hmm. I start praying for my healing. I'll wait till it gets really bad till I start praying for my finances. No, no. At the first sign of trouble, or even maybe even beforehand, start communing with Jesus now. Yeah. If you think something is coming. Exactly. (laughs) If you even sense something's happening on the horizon, start taking care of it now. God doesn't care if you wake him up from his nap. Mm. (laughs) He wants to be there for you. It's true. He lives inside of you with a purpose, for a purpose. He gave that gift to you for you to have access to. We just got to use it. He gives us the peace that no man can give. The creator of peace, true peace, comes from the creator. And we have access to it because he lives on the inside of us.
1: Amen. Y'all still with us? You still with us? I like that scripture that talked about God's peace isn't fragile. God's mm-hmm. peace is strong and it produces strength. Amen. And so when we tap into it, I want to read this biblical example real quick. <clears throat> Are you solid? Yeah, I'm good. Okay, it's in uh, Luke 17, starting in verse 11. It says, as Jesus continued towards Jerusalem, he reached the border between Galilee and Samaria. As he was entering a village, ten men with leprosy stood there in a the distance. When I was reading this scripture, this scripture is talking about ten men with leprosy. And, uh, when I was thinking about you guys, no one in the room has leprosy that I know of, but you can take this and just say, whatever your issue is, mm-hmm. their issue was leprosy. What is your issue? Um, I'm going to ask you to join me in this. Does anyone have any issues? <laughs> I have issues. Yay. All right. So we all have issues. And the only way those issues are going to get better is with Jesus' help. So when we're reading this, don't think, well, I don't have leprosy. This isn't pertaining to me. It's simply their issue was leprosy, but what is your issue? Mm. And just like God was willing to deal with their issue, he's willing to deal with ours. But let's see what the key was for God to deal with their issue. There was 10 men with leprosy who stood in the distance crying out, Jesus, master, have mercy on us. So it's kind of like the disciples. They had an answer. They knew they had to go somewhere. Verse 14. He looked at them and said, go show yourselves to the priest. And as they went, they were cleansed of their leprosy. One of them saw that he was healed and came back to Jesus. Everyone say, come back. Come back. Okay, I heard (laughs) Cody. That's all I heard. Everyone say, come back. Come back. Everyone say, come back. Come back. And so we're seeing a pattern in one of the 10, which is really kind of pathetic, but at least one had enough sense. 10%. Right. (laughs) There it is. And he said, uh, he said, come back and shout and praise God. He fell on the ground at Jesus' feet, thanking him for what he had done. This man was a Samaritan. Verse 17, Jesus asked, didn't I heal 10 men? (laughs) I love this. He's like, where's your homeboys at? Am I not good to everybody? Why didn't they come back? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And Jesus said to this man, stand up and go. Your faith has healed you. So what's interesting is the Bible says that they were all healed of leprosy, but if you study this out, you realize that this man who came back to Jesus, everyone say, come back, come back come on say it again say come back come back this man that came back to jesus not only was he healed of his leprosy but then jesus if you read that in his literal translation he said i save your soul Mm. so that means he healed his body the first time but then he fixed everything else in his life he saved him emotionally mentally and spiritually he saved this man because this man had the common sense to come back to jesus and i feel like that's where we are right now even in the united states of America. America, at its worst, it's still a pretty good place to live. Right. Right? And in your situation, right now, I bet you if you examined your life, you could probably say that God's been pretty good to you. But there's something we must understand. We have to come back to Him and say, yes, you've been good, but I thank you for your goodness. Right. And we need to be like that one out of the ten that came back, and as He kept coming into God, it gave God another opportunity to do even more stuff in healing in His life. Amen. And so I feel like sometimes that's the way we are. We have a crucial storm come up or whatever, and we turn to God in that moment, and then we turn away from Him until the next squall or whatever that thing is called that comes up. And that's not what he wants. He wants us to continually come before him. He wants us to constantly come and stand and just let him do a deep cleansing of our emotions. Let him do a deep healing of our soul, which I've been talking about for two weeks in big church. Everything the devil is doing is attacking your soul. Your mind, your will, and your emotions has nothing to do with your spirit because your spirit is made perfect and is protected by the Holy Spirit. Your spirit is good. But your soul can just be devastated at times. Mm. When we see somebody who is innocent, mercilessly killed in the street, it damages our soul. When we see COVID ravage our nation, it damages our soul. When we see mom and dad maybe struggling for work because of stuff going on, it damages our soul. When our friends turn away from us, it damages our soul. None of this is in our spirit. It's all in our soul. But if we will come back to Jesus, he can heal our soul amen that's what jesus said he said i am anointed everyone say anointed anointed to heal Mm. the brokenhearted amen now that word brokenhearted he's talking about your soul Mm. he's not talking about in ezekiel where i'll put a new spirit within you and take your heart of stone out and put a heart of flesh in you that's spirit that he's dealing with but here he's talking about your soul Mm. if you let me i will help you in the arena of your mind If you let me, I will help you in the arena of your will. If you let me, I will help you in the arena of your emotions. Because if you were honest with yourself, if you thought about it, those are the three most unstable parts of your being. Your mind, your will, and your emotions. I don't know about you, but like one day I totally feel like a Christian and serving God. And then the next day I'm like, too tired. (laughs) 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 do <laughs> die <laughs> <laughs> yeah. video games Woo! you know my, what does that mean my will is ever changing and that's okay because we even see jesus struggling with that right right and he had to come to the same point we did jesus not our god not my will but yours be done mm-hmm. so his will struggled our emotions anybody ever have any emotional garbage yeah if you don't raise your hand you straight up lying You liar <laughs> you liar because <laughs> everybody in here has been in a bad mood before or you know Hurt by our friends. What about our minds? You ever have confusion in your mind or been unsettled in your mind? I mean just chaos in your mind. So we all understand this stuff. Our point is tonight, yeah. Jesus
0: yeah. wants to help us. Amen. So as praise worship team, we'll just go ahead and come on down, because I believe that this is what's going to happen tonight. We're setting up to a place to where we're going to get an attitude of faith, we're getting an atmosphere of worship, and we're going to let our requests be made known to God. We're gonna come back to God to receive the fullness. We're gonna to go to God to help us combat this storm. We're gonna get revelation tonight. We're gonna to break that spirit of fear. We're gonna break that stronghold, whatever it may be. Like it says over in Philippians four, six through seven, it says, don't be pulled in different directions or be worried about a thing. Mm. Be pulled by this direction. Yeah. Be saturated in prayer. Offer your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. Mm-hmm. That's what we're about to do tonight. Yeah. Whatever it is that you're dealing with, offer a faith-filled request, knowing that God is going to meet you in that request. Tell him every detail of it. Then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will make the answers known through you, to you, through Jesus Christ. As you enter into worship tonight, as you get into an atmosphere of reception of what he has for you, when you set your faith and you put it into Jesus' hands, I know this. God is going to heal you. God is going to help you. God is going to bring his anointing down. He's going to touch you. He's going to push you further, take you higher. Whatever it is that you need, God has it for you tonight.
1: Yeah. Just real quick, that said, come with a faith-filled request. Amen. Everyone say faith. Faith. Now, what do we know about faith? Well, the Bible says faith without works or action is dead. Mm. So Cody and I, with the help of the Holy Spirit, we did this mix-up on purpose because we wanted to let you know if God is going to achieve in this room what he desperately wants to achieve, it's going to be because you come with a faith-filled request, and you come and you put action to your faith, and you demonstrate that through your worship, and as our worship goes up, then the presence of God can come down. Y'all follow me? But if we don't have a faith filled demonstration of God, you know, if we don't demonstrate God, we want you to come to this place, then he's not going to visit. He visits upon our request Mm. and worship and thanksgiving is a way. It's an action of us releasing our faith and saying, "Okay, Father God, we want you to come down. And so tonight we need you to be very active in your worship and in your praise. Amen. I will say that again. We need you to be very active in your worship and your praise. We can't afford to just sit out there and watch Ashley and the Praise and Worship team. We need you to come with a faith-filled request, a demonstration that you are ready for God to meet you in this room. Because I know in my heart, and Cody knows in his heart, that God wants to do something tonight. And we are going to pray for people tonight the Holy Spirit willing. And I want to address maybe people that have been restricted by fear. That is one aspect. But also we're going to open it up with the Holy Spirit's guidance and request to anybody that wants prayer at all, who wants the anointing to come on their life, who just wants to receive more of God, who wants to be saturated by God. We believe as a church in the doctrine of laying on of hands, and we believe something happens to you when the anointing comes through us like jumper cables, and it just comes from heaven through us to you, and God will be a present help in a time of need. Someone say amen. But in order, if if you guys don't worship with us, if you don't get involved in the service, then it's going to be Cody and I laying empty hands on empty heads. We need you to activate your faith and demonstrate your willingness for God to come to this room. And as you do, he will show up and demonstrate his presence in a mighty way. We did this on the front end and we did it on purpose so your hearts will be prepared to go into worship and demonstrate, you know what, God, I'm ready. Come help me. Saturate me, anoint me, let me receive tonight. And as you come with a faith-filled expectation, listen to me now, God will meet you right where you're at. Amen. Listen, the presence of God is not just for big church, it's not just for older, it is for us. You have been, and I was praying about this, and God actually told me this last night. The presence of God can't fall on the world until it falls on the church. So we need to learn how to welcome his presence in this building so we can learn how to welcome his presence outside of this building we need to learn how to access it in this room so we can access it in our bedroom access it at our schools right now is an opportunity for all of us together to invite God to come and do what he wants to do amen
0: amen hope you enjoyed today's message we want to remind you if you'd like to join us in person we meet every wednesday night at 7 p.m here in madison alabama we are Blaze youth ministries grade 6 through 12 we hope to see you otherwise be sure to keep on listening to the podcast